What's going on guys? It's Nick here, back with another video. Today we're taking a look at ADP, seeing who has fallen the most over the last two weeks, and then we'll give my take as well as to maybe why that's happened, uh, if those players are not valued, and then we'll also take a look at the different positions, just see how positions are moving as a whole in drafts. Two weeks ago, we predicted that Dalvin Cook, Jamal Williams, Jonathan Mingo, and Cole Kement would see their ADPs fall, Every single one of them did go down in ADP. So even though we sort of cheated having four instead of five picks last week, we finally had our first perfect prediction week. So we'll try to make that two in a row this week. All right. So who's been cratering the last two weeks? Biggest faller by a good amount is Traylon Burks. He is down a full round now going in the mid seventh round on underdog late eighth round as an industry average. As we know, underdog three wide receiver format and best ball. So it's going to be a little bit earlier, but on average, late eighth round in the industry. Uh, this is obviously because DeAndre Hopkins signed with the Titans. And so, you know, people are going to back off Traylon Burks. And I agree that his ADP definitely needed to drop. Like Hopkins is still an elite wide receiver. And while his underlying metrics did drop a little bit, uh, going from 2020 into 2021 into 2022. Like, he, he used to be, I guess, a little bit better. He's declining a little bit. The drop was basically from, like, you know, a top five wide receiver, just an incredible talent, down to really, really good. Like, he is still a true alpha. He is still going to be better than Traylon Burks. Uh, he is going to be their wide receiver one this season. We also do know that the Titans aren't going to be, like, a powerhouse on offense they're going to be really good and deandre hopkins is going to elevate the offense he's going to probably make them pass a little bit more make them more efficient then score more touchdowns that's just good for everyone but this isn't the chiefs this isn't the Bengals. and so again the drop is warranted uh for Traylon burks and he's now fallen to a range where i think he's a quality pick you couldn't take him at his old adp that old adp made sense because you know there's no guarantee they were going to sign deandre hopkins this new one is much more fair. Um, I think it takes into account that there is a risk. Hopkins just really dominates the target share that Burks doesn't truly break out for a little bit more into his career, uh, but also takes into account that they're just going to be better, and Burks is still a first-round talent, so he has uh, potential on his own. Again, I think this new ADP makes sense. Still a good pick there. Uh, second biggest faller is Kendra Miller. Uh, and as I said before, Jamal Williams also fell, just not as much as Kendra Miller. Uh, we actually talked about this last week in the risers video, just because Kamara was one of the biggest risers. So now it makes sense. We're going on the opposite end, talking about uh, Miller, talking about Williams as the biggest fallers. Uh, people are really at this point thinking the suspension for Kamara isn't going to be as long. Maybe it's only like two games. Maybe it doesn't even happen, to be completely honest, but maybe only around two games. And if that ends up being true, then he was obviously going too late. And then obviously Jamal and Kendra were going too early. And I'll show the same graphic that I had on the screen last week, just with one more week of updated data. And as you can see, Kendra is getting uh, hit a little bit harder than Jamal Williams is in terms of uh, dropping in ADP. Jamal Williams dropping but kind of holding firm in the same general range whereas you know uh, Kendra Miller is still a rookie he's still unproven he's still coming off an injury so again makes sense if we're going to see those two drop Kendra has the most to lose still both trending down uh and it's the same thing I said last week I am personally drafting a little bit less Alvin Kamara on underdog right now just because I have the luxury of drafting all summer that's what we get to do in underdog right and so I have a ton of Alvin Kamara at picks like 105 through 120 and so it makes sense for me to kind of use that as my Kamara exposure now that he's going much earlier could creep into the 80s 
I'm just going to keep my teams that have them at, you know, 105 through 120. And now I should gain some exposure to Jamal Williams, to Kendra Miller as they fall in ADP and just draft, you know, Kamara when he's at his lowest and them at when they're the lowest. That just makes most sense for me to do. For a redraft league, you don't have that same luxury. And so you have to just look at right now, if you're just taking a snapshot of today, what would I do? Um, I still like Kamara. And if you had to have me draft like one of them, even in a redraft league at their new ADPs, Kamara would still be my favorite. Favorite, Like he is the most talented. He has the most production in the past. He is the best running back on this roster. And it is looking like the suspension is not going to be there that much. So again, in a redraft league, I still like Kamara. I think you should take him where he's going now. Uh, my second favorite would probably be Kendra Miller, uh, just because He's going a good chunk later than Jamal Williams, and he's got the same level of upside. Like, Kendra Miller was still a really, really good prospect, and if Kamara happened to get a suspension we're not expecting, he happens to get hurt, like, Kendra Miller has that same upside that Jamal Williams has, and he comes at later AP, so he would be my preferred target. In terms of top 100 fallers, Dalvin Cook, again, is the biggest faller. I'm not going to go over him again. I just wanted to mention him in case people were wondering. Um, same thing as before. He's going to slowly fall every single day, really, until he signs, which I do think he's going to sign with the team relatively soon, and I would be shocked if he didn't sign with the team. Um, he's a perfectly fine pick. He's been falling around to pick 100. When he goes there, absolutely fine drafting him uh, a lot of variance depending on where he signs uh betting markets right now have the patriots number one the dolphins number two and the jets number three but no one is a heavy favorite the same way hopkins was with the titans he was like minus 175 at one point to the titans i think it's the the favorite for the patriots is around depending on the site but around like plus 150 so there's no one that's a heavy favorite uh he could still really go to a lot of different teams and that's why his value is kind of tough to pin down but again around pick 100 that makes sense next biggest follower into the top 100 is Kadarius tony and uh this one is fairly obviously going to impact him further so we've gotten very negative tony news recently that shot down his adp but it's going to keep falling over the next month or so uh he tweaked his knee in camp i believe on a kick return uh and it had to require surgery to clean up some cartilage people's opinions about tony before that injury were pretty mixed. Um, there were a lot of you that were like all in on Kadarius Tony. I was a little bit hesitant because number one, we like Sky Moore so much. The model really likes him. I like his talent. I like his potential. But also just because we know the underlying metrics on Kadarius Tony are not amazing in terms of like him developing as a route runner, getting open against man coverage, press coverage, zone coverage. Like he's not a good route runner and he never has been and we're not sure he's ever going to develop and that area. so i've been a little bit behind adp but there's a lot of you again that really liked him and obviously he's a very good talent and a very good team and so it was kind of up and down but the one constant that everyone would say is i really like him just can he stay healthy and i think to open camp with a knee surgery that's not great if everyone's biggest concern is can you stay healthy and the first thing you do is get injured I cannot imagine people going to react positively to that news. So Sky Moore, um, Richie James, Rasheed Rice, they're all going to see their ADPs go up. Uh, Sky Moore has been trending up. He's just going to keep going up. That is very good for our bags because many of you drafted a ton of him on underdog. That's very good for us. Um, but I mean, look at their ADPs. Like it's 95 right now for Tony if you average all the sites together. 139 for Sky Moore, 191 for Rasheed Rice, outside the top 200 for Richie James. So again, all of those are going to go way up. 
and it makes sense to. Um, I have had Tony about a round behind ADP. I'm probably after this video going to drop him even further because I anticipate his ADP falling. I basically just want to stay around behind ADP again for the same reasons as before. I know he's talented and he's great with the ball in his hands. He needs to be schemed targets. And especially if he's not getting time to develop in camp now, the likelihood is for this entire season, he's going to need to be schemed targets. That makes him a gadget player. That doesn't make him someone you can consistently trust. That's fine in best ball. So maybe his ADP in best ball will be higher than in redraft but especially for those in redraft leagues. If he's not commanding targets, he's just not going to be on the field enough. They're going to have to design him looks, and that's just not someone who's going to be a high-end producer in fantasy. You have to command targets on your own. Targets are earned in the NFL, and so I don't love him. I'm going to stay behind ADP. I think you should just keep drafting all the other Kansas City wide receivers. Jameson Williams also dropped a few picks, but I feel pretty good thinking he's going to drop a little bit more. Depends how long it takes him to recover from his leg injury. Seems like he's only going to miss a little bit, but I think the the biggest point I have here is not only did he, well, he was like injured for his entire rookie season until getting two touches, right? He had like nine targets, caught one of them for a deep touchdown, had one carry for a long play. So we know he's explosive, but again, he had two touches as a rookie. Then he comes in, he's suspended for the first six games this season. Now he begins camp with a leg injury. It's like, it's just thing after thing with, with Williams. I think people are going to kind of get fed up with that. Um, it's also just not great because it's like, he needs time to develop too. It's not like Tony level where he's having surgery, he's going to miss a ton of time. But it's like, Jameson Williams needs these snaps. He needs to develop. And if we're getting a ton of hype from Monter St. Brown, who we know is amazing, we're getting a ton of hype from Sam Laporta, the running backs are getting hype all things that we figured would happen, but like, you know, it would have been okay with Jameson Williams if it was like, oh, Laporta's not developing yet, and oh, you know, they're not really using Gibbs that much in the receiving games. Like, okay, well, now when he comes back, they're going to have to use him, but they're probably just going to center the offense around Amandre St. Brown, around featuring the running backs on the ground and through the air, around using Laporta, um, especially in the red zone, and then you kind of get to Jameson Williams, and you're like, you know, he's just kind of falling behind and if he's not on the field how is he supposed to catch up so not amazing I think he's going to slip a little bit uh because really honestly he goes in a range where it's like people are just drafting him because it's kind of just gross I think as we start getting more players where we feel confident in his ADP is just going to slip further and further back because we're just not confident in his production all right time for the new market watch section among the top 150 players over the last two weeks 56% of running backs have seen their ADPs rise. Just 30% of wide receivers have seen their ADP rise. 75% of tight ends have seen their ADP rise. And only 20% of quarterbacks have seen their ADPs rise. So we've got wide receivers and quarterbacks dropping in ADP. We've got running backs trending up slightly. I would say like 56%, not crazy, but that's still a trend up for running backs. And then tight ends, definitely also on the rise. Uh, it's the same general trend that we saw last week and the same general trend that I expect we see leading into week one over this next like month plus, about month and a few weeks. Um, I don't know necessarily about you know quarterback continuing to fall and tight end continuing to rise. I think those will kind of fluctuate here and there, uh, but mainly running back and wide receivers. I do still think looking at ADPs, 
running backs do remain pretty decent values across the board uh, and i think they're going to continue trending up and the wide receivers in general are going to trend a little bit down uh we'll see though i mean we've seen trends with quarterbacks and tight ends kind of flip-flopping rising and falling maybe we do see a trend where running backs get steamed a little bit too high and they need to reverse course uh, again I'm just going to keep track of that every week. I'm going to report the results in this Saturday video. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any of those. And they're going to become really, really important. These ADP videos are going to be very important as we work into draft season because, you know, we have some of this older content that, you know, we really like this player, this player at their ADP. But, I mean, you've seen, like, Traylon Burks changed a full round in ADP over the last two weeks. When we get hype in camp and we get injuries in camp, we're going to see over one week, you know, a 15-point swing in ADP. That's going to be very important to keep track of, and it's definitely going to change who we like and don't like. So let's go over who I think will see their ADPs fall over the next two weeks. Jameson Williams, number one. I already talked about him before. Uh, Rashad Bateman, Alan Lazard, Khalil Herbert, and Marvin Mims. I think those will all fall in ADP. Again, talked about Williams. Bateman, um, that one's basically because Zay Flowers is gaining a lot of hype right now. Warranted, very, very good player. Seems like right now he's trending towards being their wide receiver one. Uh, and then, I mean, Odell's still there. Odell hasn't even gotten hype. We haven't had the one in hand catch from Odell. That is going to happen. His ADP is going to rise a little bit. Uh, and then that's just going to negatively impact Rashad Bateman. Uh, Lazard, really just because, I mean, Garrett Wilson's a stud, so obviously he's the number one, going to command a huge target share. Miko Hardman gaining a little bit of steam, uh, definitely more just a deep player, gadget player, but he's gaining steam as like a clear uh, third wide receiver and just someone who could command a few targets a season. And when you add that in to Corey Davis still being there, still being a quality wide receiver... I think people more just click Alan Lazard's name because it's in that similar range of someone like Jameson Williams where it's basically just like, all right, fine, right? Like there's nothing really leaning to you being like, okay, yeah, Alan Lazard's really going to break out. It's more like, okay, yeah, his ADP is generally here. He's a few picks of value. Uh, I don't love anyone else as so you click his name, but there's no real reason why you're doing it because he's not like some amazing player. Um, they have, they're not going to be like a super high volume passing offense. Uh, he's not likely going to command a ton of targets on his own they have other players that are really good and so i think people start to realize that his adp will fall just a little bit um khalil herbert because i think roshan is going to start gaining a little bit of steam uh once camps really start to get going we got the pads on he's a big guy i think he's going to perform really well in camp uh, and also it's going to be more clear to people that this is likely going to be a committee and so if you've got khalil herbert you know not taking the passing snaps he's the early down back on a committee that's not great. I think his ADP falls. Uh, and then Marvin Mims. For as much as I love him, I still think he's a great pick. He is still my most rostered player in fantasy right now. Uh, he's still an unproven rookie, and he has opened camp with a minor injury. Don't know how long he's going to be out. Doesn't seem like a lot, but that is never a good thing. It's never something that's going to pump someone's ADP. Never good for development. I think he's going to fall a little bit. So that's a look at ADPs over the last two weeks and looking ahead to the next two weeks. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss the next week's video, but also be back tomorrow with some sleeper wide receivers, Monday for another episode of Mock Draft Monday, and then live Tuesday night, 6.30 Eastern to answer any question you guys come with and do a draft live with all of you. That, my friends, is in this one. Hope you all enjoyed. If you did, have a hit the like button. How about subscribing to the channel if you're new here? Thanks for watching.